we sit in comparison or do both at the same time. And then I think people look towards their feelings for what's true instead of looking at scripture to remind them of the truth. Because during times of disappointment, it's a lot of like heavy feelings of sadness or sorrow and just not really trusting um, that God's in control. Welcome to the Watermark Students Podcast, a podcast for students featuring students where we discuss the everyday issues of teenage life from a Christian perspective. For more information on Watermark students, check out watermark.org slash students. And we hope that this episode is helpful to you. <coughs> Are you doing it? Doing what? Am I doing <gasps> Doing what? Wait, what's wait, up, everyone? Wait, and welcome on, back on, on the Watermark Students podcast. Wait, wait. I need to actually get a drink of water. Mm-hmm. Take it away. What's up, everyone? And welcome back to the Watermark Students podcast. I'm your host, Will McElroy. And today I am joined with Jermaine Harrison. <laughs> I wish you guys that's, could see he points at Jermaine and he's like, Jermaine. Yeah, yeah, what's going on? Yeah, there? keep pointing. <laughs> and in front of me is the Kaylee Pinkerton. That's me. How are Good you? to be here. And then our student guest today is Landry Bozeman. <laughs> I, I, he second guessed himself. He wanted to say Landry right. Bozeman. I have mispronounced the student's name before, but this is Landry Bozeman. And so tell us a little about yourself, Landry. <laughs> I'm a senior at Highland Park High School, and I'll be going to AM. Let's next go. Hey. Scotties find a way and Giga Max. They find a way to college station. Did you know? When did you make your yeah. college decision? Landry today. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is huge. It's yeah. congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, that is so exciting. But also something else that is exciting is our weekly segment, which is keep your youth pastor relevant. Oh, we're back. <laughs> and so this is a time where we just, you know, take some words from culture and teach them to Jermaine because we know Jermaine, you're starting to get a little older, right? Well, you're well, a dad Christy. now. <laughs> and uh, if, if we aren't intentional about keeping you relevant, then you're going to start to slip. If not right. us, then who? That's true. Yeah. I appreciate and, it. And so we've all come prepared with, it's going to be phrases again and words this week. And so we've come prepared with words that you need to know. And I think Landry is going to start us out with yeah, the word. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. Um, my word is sweaty. Sweaty? <laughs> um, I have heard this one from some, heard- from some of the guys. Like it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, a, yeah. Uh, well, I heard it in the context of sweaty Christian. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Will's been called. I don't remember what it is, like what it means. Yeah. If I if I if I can like take myself back, it's like someone who's like trying really hard to you know like make it evident that they're like a rule follower maybe or a goody two shoes Christian. I don't know. That, that was what it. I remember. You nailed it. Yeah, I think right? you nailed it. Let's yeah. go. Oh yeah, for Man. sure. I, yeah, nothing. Add. It's like if you're going too hard at pickup basketball, like, oh, you're being sweaty. Like, chill out. So that's you, you got that's it. Good. Jermaine, this is why you're good at what you do. Let's go. You know, yeah. you're able to pick on it. But I think I got one that might stump you. Okay. okay and this one, is, it's a phrase and it's uh, taking several seats. Taking several seats. I can yeah. honestly say I've never heard that one before and I don't know what it means, but maybe from that the context clues taking several seats is kind of like taking up too much attention taking up too much of someone's time i don't know yeah. something like that 
right? Yeah. Yeah. Like being a lot, you need to sit down. Oh, nice. You know, it's like a remake of you just, yeah. you need to sit down. Nice. You need to take a nice. seat, <laughs> but several seats because it's a lot. <laughs> Jermaine, you're like two for two. Let's go. You're, you're good at this. You got a pulse mm. on the the Gen Z, but uh, okay. So Don't my, tell Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, my word is an, another phrase and it is bag alert, made major bag alert. Major bag alert. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, never heard that one, but I've heard secure the bag. So I'm thinking that it's something to do with that of like uh, a lot, lots of money. So maybe major bag alert is like, oh, this person has a lot of money or they want to seem like they have a lot of money. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say more or less. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you an example of like the time that I saw like major bag alert. My my neighbor growing up, uh, he was married to a doctor and she the do- like his wife was like, hey, you should be the stay at home dad. Mm. Like. I was like seven year old me. It was like major back alert right there, you know, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. guy. Like that makes sense. That makes yeah, sense. So. I have not heard wow. those two for sure. That's yeah. that's interesting. I'd say you're three for three. Let's though. go. I'd give them all to hey, you. Thanks, guys. If we had one of those automatic soundtracks, it's like round of applause. You know, like yay! <laughs> it would be cheering you Let's on go. right now. Yeah. Way to, to go, see Jermaine. <laughs> so good. But with that, we're going to go ahead and do that nice transition to what we're really here to talk about, and that is a more heavier but relatable topic, and it's disappointment. And so today we are addressing just. I really do think disappointment is something that all of us have felt in one way or another, whether it's disappointment in friendships with family or even disappointment in our relationship with God. It is something that is real. And I think God's word has a lot to say about it. And so Landry, we're really grateful that you are here to talk to us and with us about this. But to start, I would kind of point it towards you, Landry. How would you define disappointment? I would just say disappointment is just the unmet expectations that we set in place for our own lives or just when life or things in our lives are just not going the way we've planned for ourselves. Yeah. I love that Mm -hmm. idea of unmet expectations. Mm -hmm. I think every disappointment that I've felt in my life, I can trace back to like an expectation that wasn't met. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Like even before this, we were talking and we just all agreed on that idea of like, is there a more relevant topic than disappointment? And really it Mm -hmm. goes back to who hasn't had expectations of how a certain situation would go, a relationship would go conversation, whatever it might be, and it not go that way and then Mm -hmm. experience disappointment. And so, man, I'm excited for what else Landry has to share with us on that topic for sure. Totally. I want to just on the topic of expectations, how do you think like as a, as a Christian, I don't want to be just like this sulking guy going all around, like without any hope and without any expectations. So how do you think you have realistic expectations while we're in this world? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Landry? Well, in Psalms 25, I think it says, well, <laughs> nothing. I know. Um, no one new hopes in the Lord will be put to shame. And then Proverbs 10 says the hope of the righteous will be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked will perish. And I think when our hope is found in Christ, that's when we will face hard times, but we will also not have the disappointment of mm-hmm. like unmet expectations because our expectations are found in something that's steadfast and um, consistent rather than the things of this world, which will fail us. And so I think that's how we can set like realistic mm-hmm. expectations that won't lead to disappointment. 
Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like while uh, this world is broken and, and disappointment and misexpectations are true, what's also true is that this is still God's world. And so we still get to see glimmers of the world the way it was meant to be, his his provision, his order, his peace, his joy. And so I think holding both of those ideas in tension, like, man, this world is really broken. Plus, this is God's world, my father's world. And so um, both of those realities exist at the same time. And I Mm. think that's how you, you know, kind of have that realistic perspective. That's so good. Yeah. And I think in that tension, right, right as you're battling that tension is just a breeding ground for disappointment, right? So when when those two realities clash, there is lots of room for unmet expectations, even of our best desires. And so what are some of the ways, Landry, like, some areas that we do experience disappointment in our lives? I think just when we put our hope in anything apart from Christ, um, like our circumstances, our own selves, or other people, um, like I know, like our our achievements in school, our friends, um, like you said, like our relationship, even with Christ, or like sports. Like yeah. I know a lot of people can relate with that. But yeah, just anything that we put our hope in apart from Christ. Totally. And what are some common ways people, when they do feel disappointed, like what are some of the ways people deal with that disappointment or, or maybe even like cope mm-hmm. with disappointment? I think we try to increase our own control over the situation. We sit in comparison or do both at the same time. And then I think people look towards their feelings for what's true instead of looking at scripture to remind them of the truth. Because during times of disappointment, it's a lot of like, heavy feelings of sadness or sorrow and just not really trusting um, that God's in control. So I think it's a lot of letting your self-believe things of your feelings instead of remaining like steadfast and what's true. Yeah. That's so good. That'll preach. And you you know what that made me think of guys? This might seem like a hard left turn, but it's not. Spider-Man. (laughs) spider-man whatever the newest one was far from home or no way home there we go the the um uh actress zendaya she has a saying like kind of all throughout the movie where she's like expect disappointment and you'll never be disappointed and when i thought about that uh i thought about what you just said that in our moments of of disappointment we try to increase our control and that's like I think the fact that that's in a major motion picture, I think it's really telling of maybe a potential way that we try to control um, our emotions related to disappointment. If I expect it to happen, then, you know, I'm protecting myself. I'm well, never out of yeah, control. Yeah, I'm never out of control. This this won't break me down because I knew it was going to happen anyway was kind of what she was saying in the movie. And I don't think it's just a, a theory in a movie. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. try to increase their control by saying, well... I knew this was going to happen, so it's. It, I don't feel out of control. I don't feel like um, things have gone wrong because I expected it anyways to self-protect, mm-hmm. you know? So Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That's good. I love, too, how you mentioned that there's, you know, a lot of people that they turn inward into their own feelings, and I think that's true for me. Instead of times that I've faced appointment, I, I don't really see myself fighting for more control. Rather, I see myself just wallowing in self-pity, and I think that's kind of my, my bent when I'm experience disappointment and uh, I start getting angry at God or angry at others or I just give up completely on the situation and that's not right either you know and that's that's 
that's no better than trying to gain more control. And so I loved how you mentioned just turn towards the Bible and turn towards God because he, he wants to listen to you. He wants you to uh, give your feel, feelings to him. And um, and so like First Peter 5, 17, casting all your anxieties on him because mm-hmm. he loves you. And so um, I, I think instead of turning inward, I want to turn you know, outward and upward to, to, mm-hmm. to God with, with what I'm feeling. Yeah, that's so good. Landry, would you mind sharing with us just like how has disappointment showed up in your life? If you have a personal story of how you've experienced disappointment and, and been able to walk through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had a lot of ups and downs with my health. And I remember being in a season of disappointment when we couldn't figure out what was wrong for months. And then another season of disappointment when it was multiple months when couldn't find the right medicine and then another set of disappointment just with the new and unknown problems that occurred afterwards. And then just having gone through a long season um, of something that was not expected for myself, I think I've had disappointment, but also a chance to learn how to put my hope in Christ. Yeah, I think I've learned how I can't rely on like the hope of my flesh and know that if I put all my expectations into that, it will fail me. I've learned how to wait on the Lord and to depend on Him, to renew my strength um, and trust that His ways are higher than my own. Even though through long seasons of disappointment, it's hard to see His goodness in the circumstances. I've learned that through trying to control and compare, it steals the joy the Lord intends for you, and that there is goodness even in hard times. And Philippians 1.6 says, he who began a good work and you will carry it into completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Um, and when we serve a God who is who he says he is, we don't have to have expectations of the future, but a steadfast certainty because we know in his plans we're secure. Totally. Thanks for sharing that with us. Mm-hmm. Truly. that It was like a laundry list of, you know, especially as a teenager, you expect yourself, you know, to be, that's when you're expected to be in, you know, like the prime of health and, um, and to to hear you share about all of those different setbacks and disappointments, um, that's really really hard. And I think helpful for us to even lay that lay that out there of like, there's nothing wrong about feeling disappointed. Mm-hmm. Like it's an emotion or a feeling that is truly as God given, and um, it it just depends on how we use it or how we respond to it. And like, as you were sharing all of those ways that you experience disappointment, I thought about Psalm 13, which uh, verses one and two says, say this, Oh Lord, how long will you forget me forever? How long is this going to go? How long am I going to feel sick? How long am I going to have this unanswered question? How long uh, must I struggle? Verse two says, and with anguish in my soul, with sorrow in my heart every day. And you know what's the most powerful thing about those verses? The fact that they're in the Bible, that mm-hmm. that the Holy Spirit, who um, by his power inspired the very words of God, allowed this writer of the psalm to explain and show the disappointment that he experienced. And so I don't know, you know, whoever's listening, wherever you're at, like, God's not afraid of your disappointment and he wants you to Mm -hmm. bring it to him. um, Just like Landry just talked about herself doing so. Mm -hmm. Totally. And as you were sharing, I couldn't help but catch on to something I felt as well in disappointment. That was just how it kind of felt like a cycle for you. Mm -hmm. You mentioned there was one cycle of like the initial health disappointment. And then it's like, as soon as that felt resolved, there was just another 
like cycle or wave of disappointment. And that's often how I've experienced it as well. It's like, as soon as I feel not disappointed about one thing, I, there's just a new cycle of it. And we have to be so cautious and always give ourselves the time to stop and reflect and um, cry out to the Lord, like Jermaine was saying, and really take time to to process that. But so encouraged even by the scripture you were sharing and how the Lord has taught you, but would love to kind of add on to that as well. Just like as believers and as Christians, how do you think God is calling us or has called us to rightly respond when we are feeling disappointed, let down or upset by our mm-hmm. circumstances? Yeah, I think, like you said, disappointment is a feeling that we're all going to experience. Um, but in Hebrews four fifteen through 16, it says, we, well, it just shows how we can bring our disappointments to him in confidence because he's not unable to sympathize with our weakness. And by his mercy and grace, we're able to seek him. And he gives us the strength to endure and also redirects our hearts towards him and just to trust in the Lord um, and lean not on our understanding. And I think that he'll redirect our desires towards him. And the more we do that, I think the more like our expectations will be set on like a firm foundation of him instead of the things of this world. Yeah. Like when you're reading Hebrews 4 verse 15 or talk referencing it. Mm -hmm. where it says we have a high priest who is well acquainted. And so it's like Jesus understands our disappointment because he literally was. I mean, the the Bible doesn't say, and Jesus was disappointed, but like you put yourself in that situation where he was in the garden right before he was about to be crucified. And he's like praying to the father and he's like, if it be possible, I don't want to be crucified. Like literally that's what he prays Mm -hmm. multiple times. But then he says, nevertheless, not what I will, but your will, God, the father be done. And obviously you might say, Jesus, he's 100% God, but he's 100% human too. And like him walking away from those moments of prayer and knowing that he was about to be betrayed by Judas, like surely in his human emotion, he felt that, man, I really wanted this to go a certain way. And it, and it's not but God's Mm -hmm. still good and I'm going to trust him anyway. So that's Mm -hmm. how come Jesus, that's how come Hebrews 4, 15 and 16 is true because he knows exactly how you feel. So let's go. That gets mm -hmm. me fired up. And like an awesome reminder that God really does. He understands. um, But then, like you said, he calls us to trust. He calls us to surrender um, those expectations to him when we are feeling disappointed. So Landry, is there any final encouragement. Let's think of the person listening to this right now and they are just stuck in Mm -hmm. disappointment. Like friendships are failing, their grades are failing, whatever it is, maybe family, like they're disappointed with family, whatever it may be. Um, What final encouragement would you give to someone right now who's stuck in a season of disappointment? I would say in John 16, it says in this world, you have trouble, but take heart for I've overcome the world. Any disappointment you face, our God wins ultimately. Um, We can let go of all expectations and submit ourselves to God's will and trust that he's good and his ways are higher than our own understanding. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Guys, do you have any final encouragement you want to add on to that? I think I want to emphasize what she just said. Like Jesus wins in the end, no matter how difficult or how dark or how disappointing life might be. Man, if you are a follower of Jesus, the best is yet to come. Like literally, 
whatever you're experiencing right now is is the worst that it gets. Like it mm-hmm. only gets better from here because this world is broken. But those who've placed their faith in Jesus have a promise, a secure hope in him that we will be with him in a recreated earth. That is no sickness, no shame, no brokenness, no disappointment. And so it only goes up from here. Let's yeah. go. Come on. He stole my line. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> You're just going to say retweet. And I yeah. think I'd add on that. If you are um, experiencing disappointment right now, one of the most helpful practical things that I've been able to do for myself is stop and kind of like play it the tape backwards. Like if I'm feeling disappointment, am I able to stop and realize what is the expectation I had? If I can identify the expectation that was missed, then I can invite other people in and I can pray through. Is this a a good expectation or is this an unhelpful expectation? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we have helpful, normal, inappropriate expectations that aren't met because like Jermaine said at the beginning, this is a broken world and we, we can have those like biblical expectations that just, we, we Mm -hmm. don't see them come to fruition. But sometimes the ones that I tend to get in the most trouble with is when I have unhelpful expectations and those are the ones that don't get met. And so if you can take some time to process, what is my expectation and invite others in mm-hmm. to be a part of that process with yeah. you. That's good. That's so good. Landry, thank you for coming on. <laughs> I know I think you led from just a place of vulnerability and willing to share about such a hard topic. And so I, I would encourage whoever's listening, like Kaylee mentioned, um, I know it's hard to share your disappointments and to be vulnerable, but I think all of us sitting here could just attest that it's it's so worth it to share uh, what we're going through, to share those expectations that weren't met and not just with others, but also with God and mm-hmm. through prayer. So I encourage anyone listening to, to begin sharing. So uh, thank you. But just as a recap, of what all we shared. Uh, again, I think it's it's clear. We all experience disappointment. Uh, there's going to be something in life where uh, through unmet expectations that you're just going to be disappointed, whether it's sports, relationships, school, your health, you're going to experience it. And so uh, what, what should we do going forward? Well, I think as Kaylee said, as Landry said, I, I think we need to have realistic expectations, uh, biblical expectations, allow others to speak into that, pray through God, through what your expe- expectations could be and make them realistic knowing that this world is a broken place and that there's some things that just will not go your way. And then the last thing I would say uh, is have hope, trust in the Lord, wait on the Lord, and and realize that, as Jermaine said, it only gets better from here, right? There, we're going to be uh, with God one day where every expectation is met. In fact, He's going to meet every even beyond our expectations. So I hope you enjoyed that. If 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 you want to talk more about this, feel free to DM us uh, on Instagram at in Shoreline Dallas. Uh, or if there's a question that you want us to answer or talk about, just send it our way. We'd love to talk about it. So, uh, but guys, thank you for just another Thanks, great Landry. episode. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> can I say that? I didn't get in. Yeah, you can. Say Gigum. Yeah. Nice. Aggies will be glad you did. 